Hello and welcome to the WSAW Highlight Zone Podcast. I am Noah Manderfeld. About a week and a half ago, the Wisconsin Intercollegiate Athletic Conference announced that they were returning to play February 1st. That includes pointer sports down in Stevens Point. Basketball, hockey, and track and field will be returning to play. Today we talked to the track and field team where we talked to some athletes, Brooke Wellhausen and Jared Strang, about returning to play as well as their head coach, Brett Witten. When they found out that news, they may have had a little dance party. We'll talk to Brooke about just what song was playing at that dance party. We also talk about the wait, because it's been since March since they've competed, what that's been like, and how much they look forward to getting back on the track. I'll let the athletes take it away from here. We'll hear from Jared, Brooke, and Brett. Enjoy. What was your reaction to the news when you found out you guys were coming back in February? Um, I was in shock. I I called my dad right away and I was like, oh, like we have a season. And he's like, aren't you happy? Like, and I was like, I just couldn't get the words out. And then of course I was like, yeah. So like, I'm super excited. And yeah, I had like a dance party, like for 45 minutes after that alone, you know, <laughs> pretty pumped. What, what were some of the songs you were playing? <laughs> um, I think wait, what was when that came on? It was the best song. Uh, the best song ever actually came on some one D, <laughs> throwing it back. <laughs> so I so I take it you weren't fully expecting the news, or did, or were you expecting no. it and it just kind of hits you in a hard way? Yeah, I was honestly expecting the worst. <laughs> like I was expecting not having a season, so it was super shocking and like in an amazing way. Jared, did you have a forty-five minute dance party too? Um, not quite. <laughs> I was I was really excited though, just because uh, they took away our season last year, and uh, for a lot of people that if they took away this one, that would have been their last season, just ending with kind of not the best news or the best uh, outcome. So I was just excited to get get back and get competing, even if it's uh, less exciting or less uh, less uh, I guess less audience there. I'm still just excited to get after it. Brett, what was your reaction? I'd have to go with Brooke. I was shocked. I mean, I've been privy to a little bit more information of the inner workings of what's been going on than they have. Um, To say I had my doubts would probably be an understatement. So when we got on a a Zoom meeting with our athletic director and he maybe strung it out for a minute or so, and I'm like, come on, just tell us what's what's the decision. Uh, And he said that the chancellors voted to to try to make it work. I, I was dumbfounded and shocked and then I started texting people and say, we're in, we're going. Uh, yeah. And, you know, this whole fall, it's been really uncertain. Uh, I'm guessing this is up in the air. How, how involved were you in those conversations? I personally, as coaches, we weren't involved at all. That's way above our pay grade. That's so uh, we were just privy to whatever information the athletic director was at liberty to share with us. What was it like for all of you being being in that waiting mode? I mean, you guys had no idea if you were going to have a season. What was that like to kind of go through this fall and the early parts of the winter not knowing? Um, it was definitely stressful and just kind of like a little bit of anxiety, like waiting uh, for the answer, you know, come out. Um, a lot of praying <laughs> and just like <laughs> hoping for a season. Uh, but like, fortunately, we were able to still, you know, practice. So that was a bonus, like being around the team. So appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Brooke, it sounds like, you know, you really wanted the season to happen. I mean, all you did, but you're a senior too. To be a senior and to be able to have the season when you didn't have it, it's got to feel good, right? 
It's amazing. Yeah. And I'll be here for a little longer to use a Belgian ability, oh, but yeah, okay. <laughs> it, okay, so- for sure. It, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Jared, what about you? What was that like being in waiting mode for so long? It was, it was odd. My case, especially since I, I was out with an injury for a while, but not knowing if I'd ever come back and run or get a chance to compete. I mean, I'm sure I'll be able to run. I mean, I am running now, but just not knowing if I'll be able to compete and we're putting all this hard work in and we're working, we're wearing our masks and doing everything just to get a shot at it. Uh, so it was, it's just kind of nerve wracking, stressful. I know a lot of people are kind of on edge, including myself. So the, the good news just feels great. Brett, you might have more of a perspective on the entire team's reaction. What was the news when you broke it to all, or what was it like when you broke it to all of those athletes and what were some of the things you heard from them? I, I the easiest way to communicate in this day and age is email. So I, as soon as I found out, I shot an email out to the team. So I unfortunately didn't get to see facial reactions or anything of that nature. Uh, fortunately, we did have a, a little team inner squad actually the night that the news broke. So to, to see the kids come into the indoor track that evening and the smiles on their face, the adrenaline, the enthusiasm, the the environment was so much different than what we'd gone through all fall, uh, walking in with masks on, trying to go through another practice, breathing, soaking up a, your spit in a, a mask while you're trying to run. It, it, it was just a completely different environment. And uh, some people were very receptive and wanting to thank people who helped make that happen. So it was, it was probably one of the best environments I've been in in a long time because uh, I've certainly been in some, some disappointing ones recently. Mm-hmm. Of course. And you, you mentioned practices. What were practices like uh, this fall? Uh, cold, because we, we were outside <laughs> as much as we could possibly be. Uh, we're try- we all wanted to do our part to try to have a season and preventing ourselves from getting COVID, preventing other people from getting COVID. So we wore masks. We went outside. We physically distanced. We Brooke ran an all-out 800 at practice with a mask on. I mean, we we were doing anything that we could. So uh, it, it was different, though. I mean, I can't lie. With no competitions and you're trying to keep teams motivated, excited about what we're doing, without knowing if there's light at the end of the tunnel, it was hard. Uh, I give Brooke and all of her teammates and everybody on our team a lot of credit because it, it probably could have been a, a more sullen environment than what it was. And – for me, covering high school sports, I hear how difficult it is uh, or the adjustment it is with the mask on in terms of fatigue and that kind of thing. Brooke, what's it like running with that mask on? You ran a full 800 with it. Um, you know, yeah, you're huffing and puffing a lot in it. But honestly, I'm just so used to it now, like practicing in it and running in it. It is really relieving when we can take it off <laughs> to mm-hmm. race. But yeah, it, it there's spit in your yeah when you're sweating, it's all up in there. It's it's gross. But <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> how, how long have you guys been back in practice? And if middle to end of September, I think is about when we were able to start fall sports. So we got about seven or eight weeks in with cross country in the fall. And then I think it was like October 19th is when we could start winter sports. So we got about seven weeks in with them as well. Seven weeks. All right. Yeah. And again, seven weeks filled with kind of uncertainty. Jared, uh, I know you said you had an injury. How much have you practiced this fall? I haven't practiced much with the team, but I've been in the in the training room and the weight room all masked up. So it's a similar situation. It's 
a little harder to breathe, I guess. It's very sweaty, um, but it's not it's not the worst thing ever, I guess. I'd rather wear a mask and run than wear no mask and not run at all. Yeah, of course. And let's look ahead. You guys are coming back. I know you said there's more energy in practice. Um, what you talk, I know, Brett, you brought up a little bit the change in mindset for you guys as athletes. How, how much energy is in that practice now that you guys know you're coming back? Me personally, I think it's pretty high. I'm a, uh, I'm a senior. I'm just ready to end on a great note, hopefully. So I want to do everything I can to compete at the highest level, get back to nationals if all possible. And I don't know, just do the best of my ability. Keep progressing. Mm-hmm. Brooke, you seem really excited just to be here right now. I can't even imagine what it's like at practice. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, this is awesome. But, yeah, it's great just being able to know that we are going to be able to compete. And, yeah, it's going to look different, but I feel like we're all mentally tough and just ready to get at it and have a great season regardless of the circumstances. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to what our team can do. Like, it's going to be a good, good season. What do you think your team can do? <laughs> oh, sky's the limit. <laughs> we we got to just, you know, all perform great at the same time and make things happen. Uh-huh. And, and it's that perspective that I think this pandemic has put us all in is that, you know, most years you're going in and obviously you want to compete and you want to win, but it seems you're even more grateful just to be competing, right? Yes. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it kind of puts that into perspective. Brett, have you seen that with the team? I guess you guys as athletes and put into perspective just how grateful you are to be out there competing. Absolutely. The, I told my athletic director this, what he was able to do to get us the ability to just practice, to see specifically the freshmen that came to campus, to see them the first three or four weeks when we weren't practicing, when they didn't know their teammates, where they couldn't socialize with their teammates that they have that common bond with literally within the first two days that we could start practicing, you could start to see those friendships formed. You could see people that were going to meals together, uh, study groups together. It, it was just, they looked like completely different people when I saw them from when we couldn't practice to where we could practice. It, it was night and day. And uh, I would expect a, another similar huge change from practicing without knowing what's going to happen to practicing, knowing that where there is that competition to look forward to in February. What does the season look like? Do you have a schedule out yet? (laughs) It's funny that you asked uh, this. I was, I've been on a zoom call since two o'clock today, uh, meeting with the conference commissioner, meeting with the track coaches, Uh, Jared and Brooke don't know anything to be honest with you at this (laughs) point. Uh, It's looking like our best course of action is to be just dual meets uh, with potentially a meet or so towards the end of the season where we try to bring maybe a couple individuals from a couple different schools together for some of the competitions that uh, some of the longer distance races possibly where it's a little bit more advantageous to have a group of people to, to race against versus just uh, a couple individuals from a school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and what's that like? Is it uh, is there kind of a scramble to get that scheduled together? Or do you guys think you have enough time or at least as much time as you normally would? Track and field scheduling is easy, to be honest with you. Uh, it's, there's not a lot of logistics. It's it's literally, if we're going to Stout week one, Eau Claire is coming to us week two, lacrosse is coming here week three type of thing. It's it's not going to be rocket scientists whatsoever. It's, uh, you know, logistically, who's closest to us, we'll rotate who we compete against. 
the hardest part is just trying to, like I said, a couple, if you're going to try to qualify for the national championships in the 5,000, you can't run 25 laps around an indoor track by yourself and expect to run really fast. You've got to have some other quality competitors around you. And so trying to get at least one weekend during the indoor season where events of that nature can get together with other quality people is going to be the biggest challenge that we have to try to schedule around. Mm -hmm. When you guys do return to competition, what's the thing that you're most looking forward to? It's a tough question. I know. I'll answer it first and give them a chance to think. I just want to see the smiles on the athletes' faces when they cross the finish line and know they had a good performance. I mean, that that's what keeps me young. That's what gives me enjoyment in this job is seeing those smiles and someone having that sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Broca, Jared, you got something? I think just like getting on the track against competition will just be amazing. Like we haven't competed in a long time like it's coming up on almost a year like in March right yeah so like (laughs) it's it's been a while so that's just exciting in itself and I don't know how like the races end up looking but yeah like seeing teammates just do well too is always awesome yeah and before we get to Jared you mentioned a good point when's the last time you went this long without being in competition no Never. Yeah, wow. never. <laughs> it's been a long, yeah. Um, that's yeah. That's 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 crazy to think about. Jared, I'll I'll start. Uh, go to you again. What's what are you most looking forward to? I guess I'd have to say the feeling you get after a good race if you run a new personal best, or in my case, if I don't hit every hurdle, it just feels great that all of the work is paying off and we get another chance to do it. So I'm just looking forward to that, and then. I don't know, maybe the pain of a 400 won't be too bad this year. <laughs> Is there a story behind that? Uh, well, Coach Brett likes to make me run 400s, and I don't like to do those. <laughs> so hopefully they just feel nicer. Maybe, maybe they'll that. feel, yeah, I was going to say, they'll feel sweeter now that you haven't been out there as as, as often. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I just like to say I only put you in the events that I know you can do well in, and so... <laughs> Somebody's a pretty good 400 hurdler, whether they want to admit it or not. So, <laughs> Brooke, does, right. does, does he make you do anything you don't want to do? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, finish hard. No, no um, I, I got to work on that. But um, <laughs> no, I actually I love the four by four and the 800. So I mean, those are the events that I normally do. So it's not that I don't want to do them. I, they're painful, but in a good way. <laughs> Exactly. It's yeah. no pain, no gain, isn't that? Exactly. I'm sure that pain is going to feel a lot better now that they're returning to competition. Good luck to Brooke and Jared, as well as the entire team on returning to the track. That's all for today. If you have any episode ideas, feel free to email sports at WSAW.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, thank you for tuning in to the WSAW Highlight Zone podcast and take care.